What is up, everyone, and welcome back to our Slab Stocks Live episode here on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We've got a big episode today talking about release updates, new pricing information, new pricing data on releases that happen and ones that are coming up as there's already been some sales of something like 2023 Bowman Baseball out there for us to talk about. And Nate is crunching the numbers on a news story that just hit Sports World. Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets. Uh, we are very excited to talk about that. And I cannot wait to uh, have that be our opening topic discussion. So welcome anyone that's here live with us right now as we are going to talk about the Jets and Packers trade to open the episode. So if you have any thoughts, drop them in the comments right now, and we'll give our takes on this. Uh, Nate, you want to go first on this bad boy? Yeah. So uh, obviously, if you are here, you probably know that the Aaron Rodgers trade went down. And the, Packer, the Packers gave up Aaron Rodgers, the 15th pick, and a 2023 fifth-round pick. And the Packers got the 13th pick, a second-round pick, number 42, a sixth-round pick, whoop, and a 2024 first-round pick that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. So, so are we guaranteed a second-round pick from, from next year, though? Correct. Fire. So... I ran some, there's Jimmy Johnson, the former GM, has a pick valuation thing. So I ran some numbers here, right? So each each pick spot gets a number of points. Like the Carolina first overall pick gets 3,000 points. Houston's gets 2,600 points. Uh, the Packers first round pick, 1050. The Jets first round pick that they used to have, 1150. So the difference between the 1150 and the 1050 is the essentially is the hundredth pick in the draft. So if the Packers wanted to move up two picks, they'd need the hundredth pick in the draft as well to attach to it, which is a late third, um, a comp third. Because the Packers gave up a fifth and received a sixth, the difference there is 15 points in value. So what really ended up happening was the Packers um, gained 85 points of value between it in that trade as opposed to the full hundred. So if you take the 85 plus the 480 that was worth their second round pick, we're get, we're given six 565 points without knowing the next year's pick. 565 points is the equivalent of the 34th pick in the draft. Not not bad. Um now if we if we end up as a as a they end up as a team that only runs Rodgers out there for 64% of the time and end up in the middle of the second round, that would add about 450 points. So we'd essentially gotten the equivalent of the 16th pick in this year's draft for him. Um, if they end up winning the Super Bowl, we'll get the last pick in the first round, which would end up being, you add that to this year's picks, that'd be the 13th pick in this year's draft. Um, if they end up a really bad second round team, like they get a high draft pick, say we get 35th, we'd get the equivalent of the 14th overall pick. And then if they end up um, being pretty good, but a playoff team and Rodgers plays a lot of snaps, but not good enough to win the Super Bowl, say they finish 20th or something, um, you add those 800 points and we'd get the equivalent of the ninth pick. I know that's a lot. Just, just These know. These comments are killing me. <laughs> so, just, so. Explain to me like I'm five. Did we do well? Yeah. So right off the bat, without any, with not knowing anything about the pick next year, we got the equivalent of the 33rd or fourth pick for Rodgers. 
that's pretty good, I would say. Um, and then knowing that you're guaranteeing yourself a second round pick and likely a pretty good second round pick if Roger, you know, if it doesn't turn into a first, like it's either going to be a low first, like, you know, 15 through 30 um, or 32, or it's going to probably be a high second. And whatever that number is, you add it to what we've got, and we pretty much guaranteed ourselves a likely mid first. Victor says, Nate, we just want to know if you like the trade or not. Jordan said you just presented a graduate level thesis. That's funny, though. I, I get what you're saying. And um, my initial reaction was this I felt like for the last month, the New York media, you know, East Coast, West Coast media was trying to tell everyone that we weren't even going to get like a second round pick. It felt like for Rogers yeah. or that no trade was going to happen. Cause we, they just had all the leverage. So to come out with this, I'm very happy about it. I'm I mean, actually I mean, to- guaranteed value wise guaranteed with everything combined. We got the value of essentially no matter where this other pick ends up a mid first. And to me, my, the thing I'm most excited about uh, this trade that you didn't even mention, not that I know you're just mostly breaking down the picks was that that number 13 overall pick, I think it's a real possibility we get JSN, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba from Ohio State, which to me would feel like the biggest win ever because this guy, I think we need him, man. We need him with Jordan Love. We need him with whoever else we're going to have playing receiver, which does not seem nice like a slot right receiver with uh, a fast slot receiver or kind of fast. Not Christian Watson fast, but with Christian Watson on the outside. Dude, like that, that is money. And then I think we take like a tight end in like the third round or something. And if we do that, I think we're going to be in a good position. Maybe not this upcoming year, but after that next pick, you know, maybe two don't years say, from now. Don't say tight end in the third round. It reminds me of DeGuara. I don't want to be reminded <laughs> of DeGuara. Um, but yeah, I mean, it will take probably like two years for us to really figure out um, what the what how this does for the Packers or the or the Jets too. Even you know, does does Rogers play a second season? All I gotta say is this. Either we're getting that first round pick, Nate, or the Jets are basically going to be devastated so, by this trade. So, so yeah, the Packers are the Packers. No matter what, moved up a couple of spots and got a second. We're either getting a second round pick, and the Jets are devastated, or we're getting a first round pick. You mean they're we're getting a first round pick and they're devastated? Oh wait, no, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. either either they're having to give us a second round pick and they stunk. Or getting their first round pick, mm-hmm. so it's it's a win win for the Packers, and the only way it's a win for the Jets is if they're giving up a first round pick. If they end up giving up a second round pick next year, they essentially gave up a second round pick for no value. Like they got nothing out of it. Wait, what do they get out of it if he plays less than sixty five percent of the snaps? So they give up a second. If he plays more than sixty five, it yeah. turns into a first. Yeah, I see. What, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, there, there's, there's a lot of, of numbers being thrown around here. Bazooka time. My mind is starting to go, go haywire, but I got to say, uh, if JSN I live goes, for this stuff. <laughs> I know I you do. It. If JSN goes before 13, I'll be super sad because I thought that at 15, like he was going to come off the board either at 14 or 13 to the jets, you know, jets could just load it up with insane receivers with him and Garrett Wilson and such. But I think now we have a really good shot at that, and I would I would go crazy if he goes to Houston at twelve. It'd be really sad. I'd still be okay with taking like the top tight end, just as long as we don't take defense. If we do all this and then take defense, I will lose my mind. Yeah, we really need some some good something around around love. Could you imagine? <laughs> real quick, real quick. Could you imagine the absolute like 
angstiness from the Packers front office if they spent no first round picks on any pass catchers Rogers entire career. And then the first second he's gone, they grab a first round wide receiver or tight end. <laughs> Rogers would be like, come on guys. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of funny, honestly. Um, all right, here we go. Moving on to our meat of the uh, podcast today, the uh, the live stream. We'll be talking about some new release updates. And uh, before getting into um, my breakdown of SP Authentic Hockey sales so far, I want to talk for just a couple minutes about Toronto show. So I was in Toronto. Uh, if you didn't know that, you know, if you weren't at Slapstick Sunnies last night, I was there from uh, Thursday morning until Saturday night. And I went to the Thursday preview night, which was like the national when it's like 4 to 8 o'clock. It's the exact same setup. Uh, there was like no one there at the Thursday preview night. Like normally when I, the Wednesday preview night for the national, it feels like it's like electric energy buzz in the air, like tons of people there, like tons of deals happening on that four hour preview night on Wednesday. I was like, holy cow, there's like no one here at this preview night in Toronto. Now that's not a bad thing about Toronto. I think it's mostly because it's not the national where people don't take off work to go for a full five days and stuff like that. It just, you know, People are still traveling in from Western Did you get Canada. Any deals on, on that Thursday night? I, I did. I bought quite a bit of soccer that night and I think maybe one hockey card. So I, I basically got all the good soccer for good prices I could find that night, which was good. Um, it was worth me going for sure. But then Friday, it got a little bit busier. Um, something that helped. Oh, I also, I forgot to point this out. The Toronto Maple Leafs played Thursday night during the preview night, like literally four, 30 minutes away from where the convention center was. A lot of the people are either the at the game. Center is like downtown. No, it's by the airport, but downtown's not like. I don't think it's that far away. No, you can. They see. don't. Oh, okay. No, no. It, it. I mean, it's like O'Hare, Nate, to to the downtown. I think. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'd have to look to make sure. I, I to be honest, I didn't go downtown. There's not a lot of time when you do these shows to 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 get some of that stuff done. But uh, the point was that a lot of people were either watching the game at the game, whatever it might be. They they just wouldn't go to the preview night. But then Friday after the Maple Leafs won, lots of buzz at the show. Um, I had a really good Friday. And then Saturday um, was when I found the uh, Keandre Miller card that I was searching for all Friday, which I'm really happy I found. It spoiled the part of the the, the video that's going to go up later this week. But either way, that's okay. And then Saturday, the last day we were there, was just packed, dude. This show was so busy. Like one of the busiest shows I've been to per the the, the setting, which the setting was big too. It wasn't like a small. Um, it was big setting. So it was a really fun show. Thanks to anyone who came up and say hi to me there. Uh, or my dad is a really great time and got some good cards and had a really fun time and um, did a, I hosted a cool panel with Jeremy Lee from Sports Cards Live, uh, uh, Jay from Mojo Sports, and then also uh, Coach Co from Coach Co Collectibles, uh, Brendan. So it was a really fun time. We got to meet some new people and uh, look forward to going back hopefully in, no- in November again. All right, on an SP Authentic Hockey. So the top chase in SP Authentic Hockey this year is Cole Caulfield from Wisconsin, Plant Madison, uh, drafted in the first round by the Canadians. He was on pace to score 50 goals this year until he got injured for the rest of the season. And his future watch, Ricky Yellow, numbered out of 999. These are one of the three most sought-after hockey cards in the market, um, along with the Cup Rookie Patch Auto and the Young Guns, of course. The number of parallels being more expensive uh, than this. However, $1,100 is the most recent sale for his future watch. They started around $1,500. They're now down to around $1,100. To me, I really want one of these cards. Um, I've been waiting to buy a nice Cole Caulfield card to get one of these autos. However, I do think that 1100 is still a bit expensive for it for a raw of this card. Um, we will see where they go from here. But a lot of the reason why I think this is expensive is mostly because of how much Zegras is. But the problem with Zegras is that he's a redemption. Zegras is a redemption in this product and expires in 2025. Of course, this is a 2021 rookie class release that has not only one redemption, which Zegras is selling for $640. 
It has two redemptions in it with Marit Sider, who won the Calder uh, last year, I believe. And Isn't that uh, long, yeah, that long to get these autos, and they still didn't get them in. Yep, five made five hundred sixty-six dollars in this redemption of Sider. I believe he won the Calder last year, which is Rookie of the Year. So you got one redemption with Zegras, two redemptions with Sider. The fourth best player is also a redemption, Lucas Raymond. Oof. And that one's over 500. And the fifth best player is also a redemption, Mason McTavish from the Ducks. You're talking about four of the top five rookies in the set. So there will be all... no value in this set in two years. Yeah, literally just go buy yourself a Coke Caulfield for probably like $1,000 or something like that and be happy, you know? Like, it's just crazy how four of the top five players in this set are all on redemptions. This is probably the worst I've ever seen from like a rookie class redemption how it goes type of deal. Um, and in my, so this is my next question, Nate. So in every single SP authentic release, you've got the um, thing, like you see here with the Cole Caulfield, this is like the, 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 the new rookie. It's a new design numbered out of 999. Mm-hmm. Each release, there's also a retro design that's numbered out of like 399 or 499 on the right is the retro design. That's 2011 SP authentic design. They bring back. And then on the left is the rookie patch auto uh, retro as well. I really like the retro design. In this set, I like the the font on the future watch letters. What do you think, man? I'm not so sold on this new design on the left. I'm not so hot big on it. It looks kind of cheap. I mean, it looks pretty clean. You like it? Okay, because Greg really liked it. So I, maybe I'm just I, I think I like a cleaner auto, and I think that looks pretty clean. It highlights the auto, it highlights the player, and it doesn't have any okay. extra. So that's what other that's what other people were saying to me too. You know, it's it's really nice like that. Now, okay, I don't know about you. I can't stand the feature watch patch auto of a hundred on the right. That's the new feature watch patch auto on the right. It just is so busy with whatever the swirl is going through the middle, and there's like too much area around the outside. They should have like blown the card up by like or the inside up by like I don't know, 30%. Like Dawson Mercer's way too small on that card. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Also, his auto goes into the gold, which I don't know where else he's supposed to sign it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I just think it's an odd design. I think they should have just done something a little bit different. The left is obviously the retro one. Um, anyone has thoughts on this too? Kind of kind of surprising because usually I won't give too many compliments to Upper Deck, but usually their cards are the best looking cards. Oh, I'll I give thought, a lot of compliments. And their hockey I cards find, are amazing. Yeah, um, they usually look really good, and that one specifically on the right it, look great. To be honest, they kill the the future watch patch offset every single year. It's actually probably my favorite card to collect. I have a couple of the Keandre Millers, but yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not crazy on that one. Um, and then I do really like though the black with the gold ink, dude. They made it like really straight black through the middle of that car. That gold ink pops like crazy with the gold foil. Is that like a first fifteen type thing or something? So they don't number them, but there's around like five to fifteen, I think, of each player. I don't think it's really known, but somewhere in that range, they're super rare. Um, it looks really good. And then for the first time on the right, you have the limited future watch, which is a non-auto with like this weird like red thumbprint behind it. Not a big fan. I know a lot of hockey fans of the show are talking to me that they're not a fan that they add in non-auto future watches of players that have autographs. Sometimes they do it where the players don't sign and they just have a future watch number of 999. This is a non-numbered. It, it feels like that. It's kind of like, you know, how Bowman's got the first Bowman Chrome and then they got the auto. Trying to probably do that here to maybe bring a little bit more value to the product, which honestly isn't a bad idea. I say the red thumbprint behind is kind of weird. More value or be able to print more? <laughs> well, it probably is more value, honestly, Nate, just because the autos are the same numberings. I mean, they're all on 999. That's fair. I don't know if they have more auto sets in it this year than in the past, like insert autographs. So that that's not going to be known. But either way, the I, I just don't like Bowman this year with uh, green grass out of 99 now. 
Don't tell me. That's a new parallel. Yeah, and um, <laughs> blue ice or something. Hey, there's like three new three new ones. It's not great. Interesting. Uh, Chris says, Sola, love 2020 Contenders Optic Throwback Ticket out of 25 PSA 10 for $3,000. When this was first going down about a month ago, did I screw myself? I don't think so. I think that there will be, yes, some people buying Jordan Love right now because now Rogers officially gone. But remember, people knew Rogers would be gone a month ago. I guess it wasn't official. People were spending money as if Rogers was gone a month ago. Be happy with profit if you have profit. A lot can go wrong when the season starts, and it's coming from a huge Packers fan that really hopes that Jordan Love does amazing. All right, moving on to Bowman early sale. So, Nate, what's oh, coming wow. up this Wednesday? We are moving fast through this today. Well, I don't have anything else to add in SP Authentic. <laughs> well, this ain't going to be a long se- section. But uh, so, Bowman, 2023 Bowman ends or open or releases <laughs> uh, on Wednesday, the 26th. Um, but some people, right, and we are ripping on Wednesday, the 26th. You can find. Uh, on our whatnot aaron you'd be more eligible. yeah I, I got it. i'll go for it. here we go so here's what's happening on wednesday right so we've got wednesday the 26th nate will be live starting at 4 p.m eastern time 1 p.m pacific time is a tentative start time that will most likely be the start time nate's doing three case breaks a bowman jumbo for the best prices you can find on team breaks now we listed three cases throughout the weekend because all the spots were selling so fast because of how great pricing the prices were. And now we're down to just 24 spots remaining for all three cases that Nate will be doing on Wednesday. But if you don't want to buy in a case break and you want to come what, what? Real quick, Aaron, Aaron talked about the quick prices. I went in and I looked at multiple different online breakers and breakers on whatnot, grabbed all their prices, put them in, and figured out what they were doing, and then made ours lower. So I can confirm, unless somebody looked at our prices and said, well, I'm going to, you know, uh, we will have the lowest prices you could probably find. And I would I would probably venture to guess that the pricing was uh, was as as such, because 67, actually 70 different teams have sold already of the potential, what was it? It was like uh, 90, 90 something. So most of them have sold so far in Nate's uh, release day case breaks. There's a few left if you go to our whatnot account. Uh, look up slab stocks. You can go buy teams right now. We also have six personal boxes that are actually listed right now. The best prices you can find out of any of uh, the uh, online retailers. It's eighty dollars lower a box than eBay or any of the online retailers. And then also, um, I will be actually ripping. I'm very excited about this, and I will only be able to do this because thanks to Nate's Bowman cheat sheet, which you can find in the daily slab. Um, I will be doing a case break actually as well, but this will be on Thursday. So Nate will have the big opening release day. I'll do the case break the next day, but there's already a third or more of the spots sold in Thursday stream as well. If you go to our whatnot account, you look at Wednesday stream, Thursday stream, buy whatever teams left are remaining. Uh, the prices were, were definitely very good. And I hope you all enjoy it. I can't wait for this stuff to rip. And Nate, why don't you start walking us through here as I track back to uh, our early sales. Actually, let me answer this question from Tony before he did that. Uh, Aaron, I just checked in and saw you mentioned the cold coffee of the future watcher. Oh, oh, that's a car I pulled from a break this weekend here in Arizona. Well, congrats, Tony. Uh, I would uh, maybe say one, if you, it looks really good, get a graded or two, uh, capitalize on some early uh, sales because I think it's a little bit higher than will be, will be. But remember, do whatever you're comfortable with. Perfect. All right. So early Bowman sales. There's been there's quite a few cards that have sold early Bowman. We're not going to cover them all, but the largest card to date so far is the Spencer Jones Yankees outfield prospect blue redemption auto selling for 1200 bucks. Uh, Spencer Jones is a giant. He's six, six outfielder with plus power. If you feel like you've heard that before, 
It's because you have. Uh, I think Stanton is 6'6", and Judge is obviously 6'7". Um, so yet another in a long line of Yankees outfielders that are tall and have plus power. So obviously people are going to be excited there from a, um, you know, recognition standpoint. Uh, so that was, and that is a tier one guy for me. Um, another tier one guy for me, Jose Dupala. He is a Dodgers prospect um, and he is 18. He's also tall. I think he's six, three, maybe six, four. Uh, has a good hit tool, good power tool, and obviously plays for a organization that really knows how to develop players. And you have a gold lava, which um, this must be a new, I didn't even realize before today that this was a uh, rose gold lava, mind you. Oh, rose gold lava. Before today, I didn't even really, re- I must have missed this one because I didn't realize this. I saw the green grass, the blue eyes. I didn't realize this was a new thing until today. Um, but this sold for 850 bucks, uh, which both feels low and also too high, if that <laughs> makes sense. And the reason it feels low is because a purple auto sold for 825. Um, and this was fixed price, and obviously that's absurdly expensive when we're talking about first sales. But if you give me a purple auto for 825 or a card number to 10, it's like, I don't know, but it's also not, you know, it's brand new. You know how Bowman people are, Aaron and everyone else. If you're into Bowman, uh, we don't like <laughs> new parallels that much. So I'm not 100% sure how I feel about the Rose Gold Lava, but it is out of 10. And so it's kind of interesting that it's the same price as a Purple Auto. Um, but that's DePaula. And then you've got... Uh, Nate, can I interrupt really quick? Yeah. So some of you are probably wondering how the heck are there are there this many sales of Bowman already? It's Monday the twenty fourth. We just Fair. we just said that the street date is Wednesday the twenty sixth. So uh, tops and you know with fanatics did for I think it might have been the first time I've ever seen this for any product. They did like a pre like a, a pre release drop on tops.com for a very small quantity of Bowman boxes. They sold super fast. Now you said the jumbo sold out. Like right Jumbo away, sold out almost instantly after, like when I checked, like two hours later. Yeah, blasters and hobby boxes were still there. I think those sold out pretty soon after that too. I don't think uh, blasters sold out. I think, but I think they took the hobby boxes a while. Got you. Either way, these boxes were like a a new type of uh, pre-release type of product release where they arrived. I think to people within the last couple of days because there's one hobby, a jumbo box that's actually like wrapped in like a Fanatics bubble wrap on ebay right now for like 605 dollars buy it now um so that's how there's product on the market right now this is not people ripping the new cases of of it most likely you know right now it's probably from that yeah um so yeah interesting that they got them out that early especially that early compared to release date but whatever uh <laughs> you got cam collier who is one of the top prospects could even be the top prospect by the end of the year uh, he is 18, will be 18 all year, has a very advanced eye of the plate and huge power potential. Um, and you know I like huge power potential and great American ballpark in one sentence. Oh, yeah. That is that is the dream, is to get a guy with massive power that's actually also good at hitting, uh, playing in great American. I mean, you watch what Adam Dunn did with the Reds. Let's get back to that. Uh <laughs> And so Cam Collier, Speckle Auto, number to two ninety nine for five hundred bucks there. And remember, these are just the first sales, so these are likely going to go down 
um, in price a bit. I wouldn't be shocked if the speckle autos of Cam, you know, settled in at 350 or something. Um, another interesting one is Lazaro Montes. Uh, he is a 18, 18-year-old. He's 6'3". Um, he put up really, really impressive numbers in the Dominican Summer League, but he also struck out a bunch. Uh, it's really just a way too early. You got to wait and see. He is a tier two guy for me because from a numbers standpoint and from a organization standpoint, it w- I wouldn't be shocked if he ended up, you know, way, way, way higher on this list in a, in a year, but also DSL numbers and everything are a shock. So it's like 350 is a huge risk, but he has the talent. Um, and then you've got, one of the other bigger prospects, Junior Caminero for the Rays. The Rays are back at it again. Aaron, how many times in the last number of years have you heard Rays with random prospect that ends up being really good? <laughs> at least a dozen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's every single year. There's some Rays guy that is like trending way up and, you know, top 100 prospect this, top 100 prospect that, and Junior Caminero is no different. He is another raised prospect that is uh, very good. He's 19. He's a third baseman. Um, he's, I if I remember correctly, like 6'1", but only like 160 or 170 pounds. So he's got room to add muscle to his frame um, and showed up a good eye at the plate and has really good numbers in his first taste of high A ball at 19, like really good numbers. Uh, so that's really exciting. That's the type of guy that, if he keeps putting up those numbers at 19, he could make it to double A at 19. And all of a sudden you're on the same path as, you know, Jackson Churio. Um, and then you have the last guy on the list I wanted to talk about, Drew Jones. He didn't have any autos that have sold yet, but he did have an atomic refractor that sold for 125 bucks. These are one per box, not guaranteed one Drew Jones per box, but one per box on average generally. Um, not numbered and, uh, that seems like a very healthy price, 125 bucks, but also drew Jones is obviously one of the more premier prospects to come out of a set like this in a while. So I know you ran through all those guys, all big names. Um, the name that I saw some comment on Instagram is this guy that Bazooka Tom also has brought me. He said, bummed Matt- I missed the Cubs because of the Matt Mervis. I think his name is. Yeah. Matt Mervis is, uh, so Matt Mervis is, is going to be a real, Matt Mervis is going to be a real test for the Bowman Chrome market because from a bat standpoint, the dude's a stud. He should be up in the majors right now. He should be the Cubs starting first baseman right now. Everything about him seems real. But he's also a 25-year-old rookie first baseman. People don't like investing in old rookies. They don't like investing in first baseman. But he has been hitting well, and Cubs fans are clamoring for him. So, like, there's, like, a weird, like, Cubs fans really want him, and they want him up now, and then you have most people that don't like investing in what he is, an old rookie first baseman. So, I am i don't know what to make of him. I have him in my uh, Tier 3 only because he is a 25-year-old first baseman. If he was a 24, 23-year-old first baseman that had um, uh, the same numbers, you know, he'd be probably Tier 1. Nate, tell me this. Who does this remind you of? Pete Alonzo, by chance? 24-year-old rookie, first baseman? It's true, and I did not like Pete Alonzo. So my question is this. 
Um, but but he is 25. That that you know, an age one year difference between 24 and 25 when you're talking about rookies is pretty substantial. No, I I, I agree with you. Um, just to put give give some people some context here. PSA nine. Pete Alonzo Auto, Bowman Chrome 2016 first. It's $280. Nate, based on that $280 price tag for Pete Alonzo's PSA 9, what do you think Matt Mervis's Bowman Chrome Auto is settling at? I think Matt Mervis is – oh, settle in at? Yeah, not not right away out of the start. Uh, I just uh, – I mean, we're talking about a dude, Pete Alonzo, who also hit, has hit 53 home runs in a season before, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what Matt Mervis is going to do this year. I don't in know. Matt- year, he had 53 home runs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I I have no idea. Like I look at baseball cards all the time, right? I think about baseball cards and baseball prospects all the time. I have no idea what to make of Matt Mervis and I will not be able to give you an idea of what I think his card market is because the amount of stuff I see online on Twitter for Cubs fans, specifically clamoring for Matt Mervis. There's a lot of Cubs fans. There'll be a lot of Cubs fans that are, are, uh, auctioning against each other for his autos. So I expect them to be hot. It's the question of, will the rest of the, you know, prospecting world want him out of the gate, out of the gate, one fifty base auto. I think it's possible. I think that's possible. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Let's see what happens. That's exciting. Um, and then I guess, uh, does that wrap up for Bowman? Yeah, that was my last one. Also, shout out Chris. He snagged Red Sox in in case four, so shout out. Yeah, thank you to Chris. And uh, since a couple of people were commenting about this, even Tom as well, Tom said, you know, he missed the Cubs. So Nate's case is one to three. A lot of spots, like I said, are sold out uh, for Wednesday's release day stream. I'm doing our fourth case, or the fourth case break, technically. Uh, that will be on Thursday. And there still are spots left in that. Like, Chris just bought the Red Sox. Thank you, Chris. Tom, the Cubs are still available in case number four. They sold out super fast in case one through three. I take it, Nate, because of Matt Mervis. Um, yeah, so, 100%. So, so th- just to let make it known, like if you don't see your team available for uh, you know cases one through three with Nate on Wednesday, I will be doing the, the fourth case break on Thursday. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not Nate, but guess what? I got an H cheat sheet, so I'll at least know, know, know most of it, or at least the basics, I should say. Uh, there you so go. And I, real quick, I have the Orioles left for case three, Red Sox, Red Sox for two and three. White Sox for one, two, and three. Guardians for case three. Astros for one and two. Royals for one, two, and three. Angels for three. Pirates for two and three. Padres for two and three. Blue Jays for one, two, and three. And Nationals for case two and three. That's all we got left on Thursday. And then I've had 12 of the 31 or 12 of the 30 teams I've sold so far. Um, Every single spot, as it shows, it does not include the non-first non-rookie paper base but that's literally just veteran base and random non-first prospects which the the paper base that if you get you know if i got sent that you know where we go trash a lot of people ask for it not to be sent anyway so uh but there is one there is a spot that actually has all that base inside of it if you want the base of you like do autographing or kids packs or whatever is at a shop whatever it might be so that's available for you all if you want that too all right moving on and thank you joe for joining tonight really appreciate chris says incredible pricing First hand review from Chris. Thank you so much. Shout out to Nate for putting that or that pricing, putting the work for everyone to uh get that great pricing here. Our Bowman baseball release. That was that was a hundred percent my goal. Just wanted to be if there's one thing I want to be confident every time we rip, it's that we have the best pricing. And in that, I am fairly confident. I won't say a hundred percent because you can't see all the pricing in the world, but I am ninety-nine percent confident. 
There you go. And you'll get the Slab Sox Nay experience too along with it. All right. Or Aaron on Thursday. Uh, SGC submission coming up. It's a six days away from sending out. So if you're listening right now, Monday the 24th, make sure you hop on slabsocks.com slash grading and put in your order right now. $18 a sports card or non-sport card, $12 a Pokemon card. That submission, like I said, is going on six days. So you really got to put through your order in the next couple of days, package it up, send it to us. So we get it by the 29th and I can get that out to SGC. Really excited about that one. We've got a really cool submission coming back with some fun PC cards of my own and a lot of cool cards of other people's as well. Uh, so look forward to having you all join that. And then our last product sale breakdown or new release uh, update is Prison Monopoly. Of course, I'm sure everyone's heard everything about this he possibly could. But I thought it'd be good for us to touch on Slab Socks Live because we haven't touched on it here yet. I know some of you might listen to Nate's Daily Slab or your post on Instagram. But uh, normally, you know, this is a place that Nate and I can go back and forth on things. So Prison Monopoly, Nate brought it up. He likes it because of the brand. Uh, there's some cards. Okay, two of these were listed. For an average of $94,444, this is the Monopoly man or Mr. Monopoly, like, going between the legs on a dunk. The card itself is really cool. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to concede here. The card itself is really cool. 94 grand makes no sense. Uh, yeah, it might be super rare. But if this card dropped to, let's say, like, uh, $500, a reasonable amount, I could see a lot of people collecting and buying and selling this card. Not at hundred grand, obviously, and it definitely won't sell there. But um, it's exciting, nonetheless, to see that type of card because at first it was like, well – are they really just taking Prism and just throwing a Monopoly logo on it? But to like make a car like that, it's actually pretty cool. It's relevant, you know? Uh, so I, I like it. Nate, I assume you like it too? I do. I wish they'd have tied more uh, like original Monopoly game type stuff in it. Like Boardwalk. Yeah. That, no, that's what I, I think that was missing. Was like a lot of like the locations. And like, like the the like the little dog and the little shoe and the little iron and thimble and stuff like Tie that in, like make that like a one one like thimble. Yeah. Thimble, black, one one only one in the world or something. I agree. So Jordan says, I heard a rumor that Nate offered 84 grand and the offer was declined. Nate? Yep, that's true. <laughs> um, all right. But if it now was accepted, a... you would have been hearing a rumor about me living on Jordan's couch with him. So, <laughs> so here, here's the thing. I like what Nate just said. Tie more things to this that has to do with the original game because we'll walk through these top sales. And to me, there's nothing particularly special about these cards. This monopoly man thing, super cool. Black prism, uh, Benedict Matherin sold for $4,800. This is the one of one I saw it, you know, it was paid for. Um, it's basically a prism card just with the monopoly logo on it, right? Nothing cool. Oh, also, by the way, I was like, oh, how much are these boxes selling for? I think that these are retail only, right? Like, you, I've never I, – okay, I don't go into, like, Target and Walmart. Nate, have you seen any of these in retail locations? Or I haven't seen them. All right, so $50 a looked. box. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I knew that I knew the Monopoly set was coming out on last Sunday, the 16th. And so I went on Target.com, um, and I even put – I put a Monopoly game board in my, in my car. But then I was like, ah, 40 bucks. Do I really want it for 40 bucks? I don't know. Uh, so I didn't buy it, and then it sold out. I never saw any of these on Target.com. So basically, to me, this is like a Pokemon type of thing where you've got, like, the, the gaming stuff where you can get, like, the deck and all that stuff, you know, and then you've got, like, the booster boxes that gives you the cards to, like, play that game with or, in this case, pull $5,000 cards um, for a one-of-one Matherin. Uh, so those boxes average, like, $50 a box. 61 sold on my slabs for $3,000. Wait, wait. They're 50 bucks a box? Oh, 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 resale, resale. Yeah, yeah. So 
a one of one white money shimmer of Nikola Jokic sold where in the border it's like basically you can't really see that well but it's this money logo in the border with a white shimmer okay so this is nothing special to me in all honesty like I get that they did they should have made little... them like the original colors you know the parallel the color of the money yeah I, I agree with you. And they should have tied it as much to the game as possible to make them actually like relevant yeah. and not say like, oh, they're just making another prison car with a monopoly logo, like this LeBron James Gold Lab 49. First of all, when is Gold Lab 49? Why are we doing that? Like, I understand in, in, in top products, it's not 50, but that's top products. Panini. Why is it also, not? If you're gonna, I guess I, another complaint I'd have, I do like the set still, but maybe tie it to like the dollar amounts you can get in the game. Yeah, you can't any, get a forty nine dollar bill in the game. I think that that would have been a genius idea, Nate, to number them out of what the dollar bills are, or whatever. Yeah. So then you got the you got the purple money shimmer, <laughs> more money logos with more different ways to make colors on it. Paolo, Paolo, Paolo Bancaro sold for seven hundred ten dollars. This was like now a week ago. Uh, Jalen Brunson black one one sold last night for six hundred fifty dollars. That's after his big game against the Cavs. Anthony Edwards, number out of 15, sold for $500, which is just a blue border. Looks like a nice blue. But my point here is that a lot of people on social media are like, oh, this will run its course. Two weeks hot. Next two months not hot. Prices will fall. It does feel like it's a lot of, a ton of hype for not much reason right now. So I would like, if you're looking at spending money, I haven't spent $1 on Prism Monopoly. I don't plan spending a dollar on Prism Monopoly. What? It's a coward. The only time I sp- plan spending a dollar in Prism Monopoly is once the Jordan, uh, not Jordan, Johnny Davis Prism Gold Shimmer, like numbered out 500, goes down to like $2. So I can say I, I got a Monopoly Prism card for $2 in my collection. There you go. Um, now, to me, Nate, like I, I would be very weary spending your money on a random Anthony Edwards Blue Out 15 with a Monopoly logo on it at $500 because, like, literally six months from now, I think this card could be $50 or less very easily. I see that. Yeah. So if anyone out there is watching now, we remember I could be wrong. And if they go up in value, then I guess you know, if you listen to me, you missed the boat, but I, I would really not advise against spending money like that on this type of card. <laughs> I feel like I'm um, like, I wouldn't buy the cards now, maybe in a year. You know, maybe buy the cards and see what happens in 20 years. But I feel like there's like random like Toys R Us cards uh, and stuff that don't sell well now. Um, that has me a little bit like, eh, I, don't I know. think that there probably will be a couple cards in the set which are cool and collectible, but definitely not these random blues out of 15 and, you know, even the golds out of 49, in my opinion. But you never, Le- LeBron collectors are crazy. So. Ooh, there was, are Toys R What? I knew it. There are Toys R Us rook, er, cards. Oh, like uh, parallels for like tops or something or what? No, just straight up Toys R Us cards. Like Toys R Us made cards? Look up 1990 Toys R Us on eBay. I've never... We're 1987. Oh, I did... oh it is Tops. It is Tops. Okay, it is Tops. So, I mean, it's pretty similar, though. I mean, not monop- not like a board game, but instead of a retail store, you know, but pretty similar. The Ken Griffey Jr. is a $200 card, and the PSA 10 sold literally three days ago. You think people are going back and finding these cards today with this Monopoly thing? They might be. Honestly, they could. If you thought about it, who else you know, might have? I think I might have a – I think there might be a deck around here of 
1990 like Toys R Us cards. I want to make this clear. Hector actually had a good comment here. It's a fun rip of a cheaper available product where you can hit hobby level cards. We don't get that often. I want to agree with you. If you find these at retail, you walk in, you buy a box, you rip it, you can find a cool card. I am not trying to say that's a bad thing at all. I actually do like that. It's like the spending $500 on Anthony Edwards Blue Eye 15 with just a Monopoly logo on it is what makes me worry. That's the point here. But yeah, I mean, all power, more power to you. If you can find a box, I don't know what these things are, $25, $30. How many how many times have we, as a collective group, gone in, seen Prism retail, whether it be basketball or football, on the shelves, spent money on it, and it's just been a waste of money because you can't hit like any numbered cards at all? Yeah, you, you literally try to pull a, a blaster exclusive, which you hit one in every five hundred or something like that. You know, so like, I, I agree with that comment, Hector. That's a great, uh, that's a great point. It, it's it's just be careful if you're trying to you know buy a single of this stuff to maybe wait make wait quite some time and see what happens. All right, everyone, that's all we got for the show today. Remember, uh, actually, I didn't point this out earlier because we're talking all about Bowman, but tomorrow I'll be live 6 p.m. Eastern time. Actually, Slapstack Drilling is going to be coming to Milwaukee. Really excited to rip some tops first edition soccer club competitions. It's the first release of the year. Did this break like two weeks ago, went super well. We have more of it coming tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time for the soccer fans out there. Those teams are available right now on the WhatNot store. And then Wednesday and Thursday are the big days of the week. Bowman release day Wednesday with Nate. Uh, and then uh, the last jumbo case with myself on Thursday. We're doing 4 p.m. Eastern time for both those streams to keep them consistent um, for the Bowman this week. So there's not different times for that. So 4 p.m. Eastern time at Nate on Wednesday, 4 p.m. Eastern time with myself on Thursday. Nate will have a huge stream. So make sure to get ready to hang out. I forgot to say 50% off packs. Two boxes will be 50% off jumbo packs. Uh, so there's yep. a very limited amount of quantity. 24 packs only. Uh, so it'll be one per person, whoever can get it. Wait. What? Is there 16 or is there 12 packs, 12. jumbo packs in a the box? There's 12 jumbo packs in the box. Yep. Three, three uh, columns of four. Okay. All right. That's what we got. I'm excited. We'll see you all this week on whatnot as we do these uh, bone release day breaks. Can't wait to see you all there. Appreciate all this with the support. And uh, thanks for coming to our Slab Sucks Live on Monday. Bye, guys.